Welcome to Pop Culture Shock. My name is Ben Jammin, and I am sitting here with my lovely co-host, two-time Emmy Award winner, Miss Hollywood. How are you doing today, Miss Hollywood? Hey, hey, I'm doing wonderful. It's a great day to see movies. Now, our topic today is we're going to talk about uh, The Old Guard with Charlize Theron, uh, the new, a new movie on Netflix. But before we get into that, let's talk about the birthdays that happened on this past weekend, okay? So... Birthdays. Happy birthday right. to Damon Wayans celebrating uh, uh, his birthday on the, the 4th. Also with Beyonce and... Beyonce, all the single ladies. Yes. Gotta celebrate. Mega superstar. <laughs> and then also musician DJ Mark Ronson, who did Uptown Funk mm-hmm. with Bruno Mars. Um, Uptown Funk you up. <laughs> also celebrating birthdays on the 5th this past weekend was Bob Newhart, uh, Raquel Welch, Freddie we have Mercury. to have a moment of silence for uh, Bob Newhart because of, uh, you know, podcasting today and our throwback to radio, right? Yes, yes. I thought you were going to say <laughs> to Freddie Mercury because he also celebrated oh. a birthday. Well, oh, and Freddie Mercury. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, also on the 5th was Michael Keaton and Rose McCowan from uh, Charmed and Scream movie. Um, mm-hmm. I think she was also had a relationship with Marilyn Manson at one time, didn't she? Yeah, she did. Yeah. Yeah, uh, she did. And how? and her name has come up a lot recently just because of all the Me Too movement stuff. That's oh, okay. where she's been. That's true. That's true. With a lot of that stuff. You know, okay, now stories. celebrating a birthday on the 6th was Pink Floyd lead singer Roger Walters, uh, Jane Curtin from Saturday Night Live, Jeff Foxworthy, Rosie Perez, Canton's own Macy Gray. A lot of funny people. Yes. And talented, very talented. Anika Nani Rose from Dreamgirls and Idris Elba. That's a good list. Two very beautiful people as well in yes. that, that birthday mix there. And then celebrating a birthday today on September 7th, we have the former coach of the Cleveland Browns, the team that, or that's who the team's named after, Paul Brown from Norwalk. That's right He's up there. From Norwalk, huh? Yeah. So he was born in 1908. I never knew that. We also had rocker Buddy Holly, uh, I Will Survive singer Gloria Gaynor, the Pretenders lead singer Chrissy Hind, who's also from Akron. Shout uh, out to the local peeps. Yes. Rapper Easy e the voice of Marge Simpson, Julie Kavner, Corbin Burnson, who was on Major League, Michael Emerson from Lost and Person of Interest. I love Person of Interest. Yeah. That is... Was such a cool show. And that was a I really feel cool like show. That's reality. It feels like sometimes. Yes, <laughs> I was a big fan of Lost too. So I loved, I loved him in Lost as yes. well. And I believe his character yeah. name was Ben. So that kind of like had me like him even more. Made him cool. Yeah. Saturday Night Live. Uh, Leslie Jones. She is so funny. She's hilarious. I love her. She's so great. And uh, then we had Evan Rachel Wood from Westworld and Cleveland Cavaliers own Kevin Love. Those are the birthdays for today. Oh, very exciting! Got to go for the go for the love with it with Kevin. <laughs> I like that. That was go good. Love. Oh, it's choose love, and he's so great because he puts out um, great messages about mental health as well. So you have to shout out to someone who has more dimension than just being a you know a sports NBA uh, hero. Very <laughs> true. Very true. We love him on the Cavaliers. Okay, so today our topic on our first very pop culture shock show, we are going to review and give our takes on The Old Guard, a film starring Charlize Theron on Netflix that you can find today. What are your thoughts? Old Guard. 
I love this film. It's not like my favorite movie ever, but as far as action films go, female characters and a new story to be interested in, I think it checks a lot of boxes for me. What was your first um, first instinct on what you think of this? I thought the trailer looked really good. It looked like it definitely was going to have a lot of action. It was kind of a, a new take on a superhero film. So I really enjoyed it. But let's do a little uh, dive into it here. The director, yeah. Gina Prince Bythewood. Bythewood. Bythewood, yes. yes. She yeah. also directed uh, Secret Life of bees in 2008 mm -hmm. and then she did love and basketball a long time ago 2000 that's got love a, and basketball was a um, great film yes. before i fall a few years and ago she directed i have not that as well. actually seen that but she'd done a lot of tv as well before that and um i'd seen a few interviews with her and you know as a fellow female filmmaker i am just really you know impressed with her and i've been following her before i even knew about this movie uh, i'd follow her on instagram and stuff and just out of following other filmmakers and seeing what other people were putting out there and and so just seeing this from some of the interviews with her where she was saying you know patty jenkins was kind of the first woman who got to kind of prove it for women that they can direct action films when it came to because Patty Jenkins was a Wonder Woman. Yeah. So that kind of opened the door just a little crack for other women to come in to the space and be an action director where a lot of times it had just been handed to men for the role. And, and she just brings a little different take to it, I think, with some of the nuances and, and the character choices that the characters do and they're like kicking butt and they're like I, I just love that there is a sense of they're still like feminine but they're so like also they have all of these ways that they're using their body in the scenes to like what I'm picturing right now is the not to give too many spoilers away but there is a fight scene between Charlie Theron and the newcomer actress Kiki Lane who is um who is phenomenal in this movie I think yeah and Amazing. they're you know they're on a plane and they're fighting and and just uh, just the way that they show their power power back and forth and that dynamic interplay between them is just a really cool thing to watch so i think as the director she had good sense of where she wanted to take these characters and not only with the fight scenes but with the more tender moments or the moments where there's realization in in what they were facing and what they're fighting for. Yeah, I, she did an amazing job. It was incredible. So The Old Guard is actually based on Greg Ruka's comic book, The Old Guard. So did yes. you know that? It was based Dark, on the comic book. Yeah. I knew it was a, an old graphic novel, The Old Guard, but I, I hadn't actually read it, but I know because my husband reads a lot of graphic novels that that was definitely um, something that had been transferred from the storyline there. Well, I will tell you, a spoiler alert for our um, favorites and our not favorites that we're going to do at the end of this. I absolutely loved the soundtrack. It's It was a yes, lot of artists that I've soundtrack. never heard of. I kind of had to Shazam it yeah. while I was uh, watching it. The very opening song, Born Alone, Die Alone, from Madeline Duke. I just mm -hmm. it set the tone it set the mood for getting into this movie but i yes. do want to tell you in the beginning i had no idea what was going on <laughs> um <laughs> right so i yeah. so you were supposed to be confused a little bit right. i think because the second time i watched the movie i had a better sense of kind of what to expect and what was going on so i saw different clues you know just like 
just just like a lot of movies that have a little bit of more mystery to them. Right, and I love those kind. And my wife and I are like, but it it just like started. Like it, there's no introduction to the characters. It just starts, and then At so all. we we had to yeah. pause it, and we kind of had to Google. Okay, so what's the what's the plot of this film? Like, what's you know what's the idea behind it? And then once we did that, where it's. A, a group of immortals that are mm-hmm. have been around for a long time protecting and and saving people and then we then we figure it out so it, it was a lot yeah. better understanding after we did that yeah you know it's funny too because i i was in a similar bucket when i first saw it now that you said that but i didn't google anything i just <laughs> i was like okay i saw the trailer this looks interesting and i hit play right on netflix right. and so I had to just like keep the questions in my head until it all played out and I think that's the fun of storytelling is yeah. that you're setting things up, you're throwing the audience in there and you're finally going to reveal as things kind of come out that's how the story just gets built up and that's how you keep your you know your audience into the story by kind of repeating that scene then realizing where it is where they came from and and just learning about the character of andy not knowing what it was at first and you're like what the is this what is going on is this a superhero kind of thing is this not is this uh you know and then eventually kind of hearing her story and just knowing you know now okay so she we found her this character at a point in her long 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 life where she's exhausted at trying to save the world. And she has saved the world, you know, come to find out a little bit without hopefully not too many spoilers, but we come to find out that she's saved the world several times or saved certain parts of of things through because she's immortal. And, and like the new character that kind of comes into play and a new member of their group of immortals on their small secretive army, it's, really exciting that she's got fresh blood kind of coming into her you know older very old they're very old even though Mm -hmm. the actors are uh you know like middle-aged and young you know looking um but but they have like just such a a long history and honestly when i saw the trailer at first i thought it was gonna be like something about time travel or something because they didn't know anything about the story so i was like are they traveling back in time that's how they're talking about like a long time ago and things but it wasn't time travel it was a group of immortals which is an exciting a, a kind of exciting different type of story that we haven't really seen much of when it comes to so many of the different storylines that are you know flooding our netflix feeds and hulu and right, all the right. queues, you know so well um like i said i really enjoyed the music there was a frank ocean song in there godspeed i thought that was pretty good and then the world we made by ruel there was a couple really good songs um the fight scene on the airplane like you said that was like one of the best parts of the of the movie Uh, it was so cool it was very cool so this film not only stars charlie's theron but it also stars kiki lane like we said who plays niall uh she's also been in um if beale street could talk and she is oscar nominated movie there yes yes and she's in the upcoming coming to america sequel with eddie murphy and Arsenio which is Hall. really exciting that is really I exciting mean, that's 
you know, different si spectrums there. In action, right. Like starting with a very dramatic movie right. to a action feature and 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 going into like that action feature this old guard it is obviously going to be a sequel it's very obvious kind yes, of yes, at spoiler. the end spoiler that alert into spoiler alert <laughs> that there will be more to that story and um and then going into coming to america is a comedy so i mean that's amazing to be able to, to show that range of just getting out there as an actress and uh and we haven't seen very much of her it, except for in recent, very recent years. So right. It's exciting that she's a shooting star. <laughs> she is. She was uh, fabulous. Um, another person, uh, probably the antagonist of the movie, was uh, actor Harry Melling. He yeah. played uh, Merrick, the scientist. So he's also known as Dudley Dursley in the Harry Potter films. I enjoyed those as well. He has just such a unique, memorable face. Yeah. That it's just, it, you can't, like, you're like, oh, I know him. <laughs> You know, it's like, oh, that is it, that guy. <laughs> it looks like he's got one of those faces where he just might be picked on for, like, the rest of his life. Because he's just got, yeah. like, this baby-looking face. Yes! Yes! You know, he looks so young. <laughs> and then also, the other major star, and uh, I hope I pronounce this right, but uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor. Chiwetel Yes. Oh, my word. He is so awesome. Because Chiwetel Ejiofor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was, he's in the Doctor Strange films. He's got a, a new sequel to Doctor Strange coming up. He's the, he was Scar in the Lion King remake. Uh, he's just fantastic. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that even. Yeah, and he's got I mean, he, he's got tons of uh, films. He he's been amazing this whole time. And he is. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm looking up right now. He, um, I remembered him from yeah, Twelve Years a Slave. That's what yes, I thought. Like that's slave. where I remember him coming out like in the Oscar season with that movie, and that just like really put him on center stage for even more of his work to come. And he, and like the nuance that he brings to his character, is is really you know without giving too many spoilers away, like you you get a sense of like why he's doing some of the actions that that he does. And at first you're like, who is this person? Um, but then you get to know him a little bit and realize um, that he has a little more to offer than uh, than you originally give him credit for. So yes, it's yes. always good to see characters that can give you a little more than just a one dimension. And I think that what he brought to that character really balanced out the cast too, because um, Charlie Theron is such a strong force of not just her acting ability and being that fierce, strong woman and being so like kick butt, but also in the sensitivity that she can bring to the role and the seriousness of the, the drama of her past circumstances that have even brought her to this point in the movie storyline so balancing all that depth that she brings to then this new character coming in with kiki mm. and and then you know true to first character just kind of also spotlighting there are other people that are kind of in the cast that really right. rounded out too but i think those are very those are strong the, those are the main three those are like the strongest three yeah they yeah. were amazing i really liked her weapon it was like a circular axe thing i yes, don't know what you call very it very cool uh it looked medieval-ish um, it looked straight out of medieval times i really liked because that it was in the yeah movie, yeah that's or, true yeah because you know, 
<laughs> and and the fact that like that got to play and be something uh not just a prop that someone's holding and like you know fighting with but it had its own little story within the film was kind of a fun thing as well i believe you know because it just really it gives you a little more of something exciting that is also coming on that you're you're like oh that's right that was yeah. kind of oh it's really hard to talk about a film and not be giving away too many spoilers i but, know i know um, we encourage you to everyone to go out and uh, we watch encourage it. you to come and see it another one of my favorite scenes without giving too much away is my wife and i are watching this and we are predicting they're standing by a window and we're like you know what someone needs to go out that window and sure enough <laughs> someone goes out the window and it was just awesome yes, it was yes awesome and scene. i did not actually see that coming exactly that way when when that scene happened when somebody went out the window but it was really like the icing on a cake of like because you're not just like kicking butt you're like dominating mm -hmm. that scene you know you're like dominating what's gonna happen next in all due course this is what has to happen and then it happens more so than you even think at first so yeah this you guys cool. this movie had a great ending <laughs> and of course i go back to the music uh right at the very ending we get rob schneider's daughter l king her song outlaw to to close that's it all rob up. schneider's daughter it is rob schneider's daughter really? yes huh. oh that's that's interesting <laughs> I had to remind my wife, uh, you know, she also sang X's and O's, so that's like her biggest hit. X's and O's. Good stuff, good stuff. Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, forget about my singing voice. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you give your Oscar to? Who would you give your Oscar to? If there was an Oscar for action films, I'd say I really think Kiki Lane is um like the the star to watch when it comes to what's going to be coming out in a while like i am really excited to see what she brings to the sequel of this film so very true. I would say Kiki Lane. I would agree with you on that, and then I would also... I mean, Charlize Theron is just amazing. I enjoy yeah. her in almost anything that we watch. Everything. And even as a, as, as a person, like, to see the interviews with her, yeah. like, it's so great because there's not that many celebrities that, that can be the spectrum of hilarious and very and then very badass <laughs> and and right. as themselves not as the character but like she just a lot of times just has this great attitude of not caring which makes her even more endearing like when she's you know because she'll do i saw interviews with her uh you know with comedians and things and she's you know she's just like a regular person even though she's like the hottest person ever <laughs> right, <laughs> you know right. and she had made herself ugly for that role for Monster, you know, way back when she was nominated. She won an Oscar for that. And yeah, nominated yeah. for an Oscar. Yeah. I think she won. I think she won. I think she won, yeah. Oh, gosh. Now I gotta look her up. <laughs> I gotta double check that. But she is you know phenomenal like and like her her characters are always like so on point but her as a person yeah she's just she's really great and a side note of charlie's there and have you have you ever seen the show hyperdrive i'm sorry hyperdrive, hyperdrive. Not okay and uh i think that was on netflix and it was it was really fun just a really fun show to watch where cars it's kind of like fast and the furious but okay. like game show so people who are who drive their souped up cars are going through these obstacle courses and it's like at night time with all these lights and all these cool action shots of the cars and they're competing against each other and it's just a really fun show now was she and um and she produced that oh okay. so it was well she was just she, 
she was just recently in what the Fast and Furious, like what was that, Fast and Furious Eight? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, she's yeah. really it, like she's just really like multidimensional, and like you can't, she's unpredictable. That's what's great about her. Like yeah. you don't know what is going to come out of her next, and I love that. Yeah, I love it. My Razzie, if I was going to give a Razzie to anybody, I thought it would be maybe Harry Melling who played Merrick. I just thought maybe he was a little cheesy sometimes. Yeah. So, but uh, but he did a good job. But it's just kind of hard to believe that you know he's having all these people killed and stuff like that like he's the antagonist of the film I kind of have to agree because there was a sense it was almost like I don't know like I know he's supposed to be the villain but he's almost too predictable as the villain and you kind of sometimes at least for me I like a villain that you can have a little more connection to mm. and maybe it's just the world we live in right now where there's a lot of like tech guys uh, rich tech Silicon Valley type people that are almost kind of like seen in our media world as already a villain. You know what I mean? Like, right. They, <laughs> so, so it's not too far off to not like him to begin with. So he could have brought something to the table that gave a little less of I'm a villain from the very, very start, like, and let us kind of maybe see you a little get more into a person. Like I don't know. Yeah. Or like less, yeah, but but I don't know, and sometimes it's written that way, so True. I don't know. I have a hard time giving anybody a Razzie because I know <laughs> how difficult it is to get into your character and, and all that jazz, but I... I think he could, you know, maybe have toned it down a little bit to still be a villain, but not quite so... Cheesy. You know, like you said, cheesy. Yeah. Yeah. So what but would... then again, it's like a kind of a superhero storyline, right? It's true, like, it's true. It's from a, a graphic novel, so you're going to get that no matter what, I think. True. <laughs> so what would your final grade be on it then? What do you think? Oh... A, B, hmm. C, D, F. What's your grade? I want to hear your grade. Well, here's the thing. I give it <laughs> I give it a B plus. I think it, there was a lot of good, awesome action. I will definitely watch the sequel. Spoiler alert, there's going to probably be a sequel. Be a sequel. I mm -hmm. definitely recommend it to other people, but I don't know if it's one of those superhero movies that I will watch over and over again. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I'm big into the Marvel movies and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I definitely liked it. I recommend it. It had a lot of awesome action. And like I said, I'll definitely catch the sequel. But I, get, I think I give it a B plus. What about you? B plus. I'm just add to yours before I give you mine. Oh, so okay. you're giving it a B plus as a good film to watch in the summertime. Yes. During the pandemic. With a lot of action. I think that there I think there are grades that we'd have to kind of grade it by because we're we're right now going through, you know, something that's unprecedented. True. So so in this stack of films that we are available to see right now right. it's actually really high I yes think, yes because there's kind of a lack of content right now so of course you know i'm like oh my god this is the best thing i've seen all summer for me Do you <laughs> only because a? i haven't a had plus? that much no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna give it an a plus i know that there are some you know if more of the cast were a little more memorable yeah. i would definitely give it a higher score i think the true stars we already talked about so and maybe that's all it needed but the storyline itself i think alone and the direction and i'm not 
not voting on a curve per se, because I, I, I don't vote on a curve, but because this is um, comparative to like what I've seen all summer, okay. I am going to give it an A-. minus. I am going to give right, it an okay. A-, minus because I really did enjoy it. I really think that it had good pacing. It, it revealed the story in a great way. I think that it had enough mystery and plot points that kind of switched around a few times that you weren't exactly predicting everything that came so as far as action movies come in the action movie genre i would i give it an a minus all right all right so and maybe i'm being too nice but <laughs> <laughs> i will give it an a minus well like we said we both enjoyed it it had a lot of good action we don't want to spoil how it ends or anything but definitely check it out on netflix to all those awesome folks that are listening to our podcast definitely check it yes, out on netflix if you haven't checked it out yet all right so our it's a fun movie. It is a very fun movie. Okay, so... Um, so moving on! <laughs> what's, our next topic to talk about is what sizzles and what fizzles. So kind of like things maybe this week in pop culture, something that you are... What sizzles? What fizzles? What what are you excited <laughs> about? What are you not so excited about? Uh, it could okay, be should any we go over the fizzles? The the wor- the bad things first or the good things. We first? could do the fizzles. Um, so go ahead. What's your I fizzle? I want to talk about fizzles. Okay. I've got a fizzle. Okay. What's your fizzle? And I'm pounding the table when I see this office. Okay. I just happened to randomly come across on TV. Um, you know, when you're kind of not really watching the TV and then something's on because you would watch something and then you go in another room. So I came in and there was this thing on TBS was the channel and it's called Celebrity Show Off. Have you oh. heard of that? So, okay. So I, go know, ahead, the explain pand- it. I know the pandemic... I know the pandemic has made us, has forced us all to just create differently or have different types of reality shows or whatever. But this is celebrities who are making skits and they're watching each other. So yeah, I guess, okay, okay. I guess it's kind of what you're, they make a skit and then they judge each other and they're all making them from their house, from their, you know, quarantine and stuff. But it is just, okay. The, the thing that makes it fizzle is the fact that I was like, oh, Mayam Bialik. I love Mayam. Yes, She's love from her, love her. Big Bang Theory. Yes. She was Blossom. Blossom. I love her. She's the host of the show, right? Oh, okay, so awesome. like, I see her hosting and then I watch it and I'm like, this is worse than watching student films. this is bad this is bad you know i've seen a lot of like student work and i've seen a lot of you know like people who are you know trying to be filmmakers or videographers or or anything in that realm you know but these are celebrities who are making their own little skits and recording them and you know you and i have done a lot of theater together so we we know bad skits Yes. You know, we know the cheese factor that goes into some of that. And it's one thing if you're if you're a student and like, okay, come watch my student film or whatever. But like, this is an actual show on TV and it's celebrities. So let me uh, list out the celebrities that were on it. Um, Tori Spelling, okay. Kevin Smith, which you would be like, oh, he's supposed to be Yeah, I like funny, Kevin Smith. But mm, no. this, not in this, not in this. No, okay. no, uh, no. Yeah, Ja Rule. <laughs> Ja Rule. Um, yeah, uh, Nene Leakes. Um, they're, you know, like each of those people in themselves, they're celebrities for, for whatever reason they're celebrities, which is great. But this show, not so much. Nope. I'm just giving it a womp womp. That's your big fizzle. Big fizzle, huh? <laughs> yes. 
Uh, okay. So do what you, was yours? Well, look, I'm I'm power of positivity here. I'm all I'm I'm always trying to look on the bright side. I have pretty much absolutely nothing for my fizzle. My fizzle is just everything <laughs> in the outside world right now. Just everything. I just yes. want to kind of shut it all off. I just want to take a, some time away from it. I know it's a cheesy way out of my fizzles, but when we get okay. into the so you're just into the escapism right now. Yes. Let's yes. escape more into movies, more yes. into TV and and video and podcast and radio and yes. all the media stuff that we can suck and just our mind shut into out the instead of the real world. world. Okay. Fizzle, want, want, real wah, world, wah, real world. Yes. <laughs> all right. What do you got for sizzles? What, what's your Sizzle. what's your hits? Okay. I finally finished the the show from HBO called I May Destroy You, and I am such a huge fan now. I knew about um, Michaela Cole from her previous work, but I never watched them yet. And as soon as I was into the first episode of I May Destroy You on HBO, I was hooked and I am like a huge fan of hers now for, for eternity. And not just because of her writing, directing, mm. acting, okay? Like she is an all-star when it comes to the creative talent that she has, but also in the fact that she turned down a deal with Netflix in order to keep ownership of this show, of her oh. concept, of her copyrighted material, because uh, Netflix was, you know, whatever their deal was going to be, she was going to be basically signing off, you know, handing it over, and Netflix would, you know, take care of it, you know, wada wada. But she, she stuck to her guns, and she followed her instinct, and she knew that she had a great story to tell, and HBO picked her up and gave her the right that she deserved and so I have to give her like major major sizzle you know for that and just the show in general so to, to just give you a short little synopsis of the show yeah, what's it about it's raw it's funny it's emotional it's a look at relationships that are very modern like right now relationships other than the pandemic of just coming to terms with I think I think it's not I'm I'm pretty sure it's not a spoiler to say that she was raped. So she was date raped and it goes into just conversations around consent and exploitation but not in ways that you expect at all or what are traditional ways of even talking about it because you you see scenes where friends are just not treating each other a certain, you know, the way that you expect them to and then and they come to, you know, they have conflict and then they have resolution and they have, you know, you see where people are coming from a little bit and why they come into that relationship in different ways and and it's just a really great new way to see relationships and it's British show so okay. it's there are some some you know funny nuances because it's British but then there's also like a lot of dramatic tones to it because she is African American or she's black <laughs> she wouldn't be American because she's British um oh. <laughs> sorry <laughs> but she's you know but people of color you know it's it's uh, a lot of like you know friends in that group and it's just really great to see their perspective and to see their friendships and their like different ways that are everybody relates to each other and and learns from each other it's such a great show it sounds amazing um i don't have hbo but maybe mm -hmm. i could check it out when it comes out on like dvd or something yeah definitely okay how many seasons is it just the one so far just one so far okay mm -hmm. okay right. uh any other sizzles for you that was it okay well the main sizzle 
Your main sizzle? Uh, okay, so mine are, first of all, welcome back to reality movie theaters. Movie theaters are opening up. Yay, uh, movie theaters! Even though it might be with a limited audience. And but with masks. I'll sit there with a the mask on. Yes. Okay. We're, we're so excited to have movie theaters opening back up. Right now, a couple of my sizzles are Hamilton. We got to see Hamilton on Disney+. Plus. We absolutely love oh, it. Oh, yeah. Especially the You'll Be Back song that the British mm -hmm. King sings. I think if I ever had a chance you to be in that show. You jump up and dance to it. I, well, <laughs> yeah. I love that song. It's one of those songs that just gets stuck in your head. Mm -hmm. uh, every time you hear the da-da-da-da-da. Da -dee -da -da. It just gets stuck in my head. So I'm, I'm I can see you play it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, I just okay. So we got rid of our cable and we got Hulu Live, and so I've gotten to watch for the first time. My wife and I are enjoying um, a show called Justified that was on a, a a while back on like FX, and it has okay. uh, Timothy Oliphant and Walton Goggins. Yes. That show. I like Timothy Oliphant. Yes. But we... I do not. I call him Elefante. I don't know. It's <laughs> real. I just like it sounds fun. <laughs> so we are currently on season three of Justified. It's a really mm -hmm. good show. If you haven't got to check it out. I haven't seen it yet. And then I am re-watching because I have to have a sitcom that I'm re-watching. And I just uh, binged all of Friends. And so now mm -hmm. I'm on Happy Endings. I am following. I loved Happy Endings when uh, it was on. I loved I it. slept the floor. <laughs> yes. I'm I falling back in love with happy endings i mean it stars yeah, um really alicia cuthbert who's on the ranch mm -hmm. and uh 24 and then damon wayans jr mm -hmm. uh who has a new netflix film coming out that love mm -hmm. guaranteed that looks pretty funny oh yeah and then the simply amazing casey wilson i love casey wilson uh, adorbs that's adorbs. where that's the first time she's like adorbs she, i still say that like oh my gosh <laughs> She is so funny. She makes that whole show. I, I just yeah. love her. And then the other thing I'm excited about is Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai is on Netflix now. <laughs> I um, saw I saw the trailer for that. I gotta say I'm not actually that interested. Oh, in it, Holly! I'm glad, it, I'm glad it sizzles for you. It does. You you know what? We we weren't we weren't gonna give it a shot because we thought it was gonna be cheesy. Uh, yeah. My wife especially thought it was gonna be cheesy, but then we gave it a shot, and it ties in a lot of the Karate Kid movies so you see a little bit of mr miyagi because uh he's passed away pat marita okay. he's passed away since then but so okay, they yeah they, they tie in and then it's just it's one of those where it makes you root for the bad guy it's one of those shows where you're rooting for johnny lawrence over mm. daniel larusso and so okay so it gives the perspective of the opposite person yes or the the person that he beat yes and now it's them grown up and it's the opposite then yes it's and Ish. it's basically it's basically how that tournament affected their lives like daniel larusso went on oh, to become a rich after car dealership owner and he's fancy mm -hmm. house and then johnny lawrence is like a, a bum who just is lost and his drinks a lot and but it's very very good a lot of action uh if you love the karate kid movies i definitely would guarantee it and and uh, to okay, see okay so that does sound like a nice different take yes on what you would expect yeah and then his his old sensei comes back to try to take over cobra kai and it, it's just crazy and one of the star turns in that uh my kids enjoy shows on disney Disney called Jesse or Bumped, and there's an actress on there named Peyton yeah. List. Peyton List, she's the blonde. Okay. Well, she's on Cobra Kai, and she is a butt kicking mean girl. Like, okay, she totally is the opposite of her Disney character. Uh, and so, so that's, okay, so that can really bring in the youngsters a bit. Yeah, yeah. 
So that's my recommendation. It's it's the number one show on Netflix right now. Everybody's getting into it. Uh, the third season okay. starts in October, so you have some time to binge watch it. Okay, so maybe <laughs> I'll think about it. All right. Okay, so before we leave, we would like to give our pop fives. So every week on our podcast, we're going to do our pop fives. Basically, our top five countdown or top five list of our favorite things. And so this week, mm-hmm. uh, since we talked about Charlize Theron and her butt-kicking crew on The Old Guard, uh, we're going to do butt-kicking ladies on film. Now, I don't swear, but Holly, you can say it however you want to say it. But Yeah! Um, <laughs> so butt-kicking females on film. We can and go I back and forth. This by, okay, so I want to preface this by, because it's really hard for me to, to choose between all the female characters that I like. Okay. So I did stick to just like action fighting, not not just like female shero characters that I love. You know okay. what I mean? Yes. So these so the people that I chose are all like literally kicking action butt. fighting right females. action kicking Yes. Yeah. Kick I would ass. agree with that. Yeah. I would agree. Okay. Alright, so who's your yeah. number one? So not not in any with... order. Not in any order. Just give me your first okay, one. Okay, not in any order. Well the first one I want to talk about is is one that not very many people probably even know about because this movie didn't really get the excitement that I think it should I think it deserved and all of the credit that it should get because it was an awesome film. Have you watched the movie Annihilation? I have not, but I knew. Okay, it was, it filmed Natalie Portman Natalie Portman, right. And uh, Gina Rodriguez and they this movie was I think it was one of my favorite films of the year that it came out a couple years ago and it hardly got any sort of much media push right. or anything because it was all, it was mostly an all female cast but the story and um and everything around it and how they were like the few scenes with with Gina Rodriguez and and Natalie Portman and just some of the cool action but it was um suspense and sci-fi in there too yeah and I just I just love that film I want to go watch it again right now um they they kick butt and they are just really cool characters to get to know and and I love them so I'm, I have to say um, for part of my top five is they're together in one though because it's one movie with okay like, so Natalie Portman and G- Gina Rodriguez Natalie Portman okay. and Gina Rodriguez together all right I see you I see you Annihilation Annihilation okay. I'll check that one out I see you and I raise you an actress <laughs> who has done two kick butt roles and that's okay. Angelina Jolie oh yeah so okay. I am a big fan of First off, she was Laura Croft, Tomb Raider. Okay, yes. She kicks Major Butt in that film. What? I remember seeing that movie in college and just being like, oh, like, <laughs> but that's, yeah, because she's a, it's like you know, because she's a video game character right, right. and stuff, and right, you know, so and it's you know all about being like sexified and everything, but right. but I, it is a fun movie. It is a I fun believe. movie, and, but and that's awesome. that's not even the best of her. The best okay, of yes. her, I'm just gonna call her Mrs. Smith, Mr. and Mrs. Yes. Smith. Her and Brad okay, Pitt yes. are her are amazing. Uh, she. Yeah. Kicks so much butt in that film. I absolutely love yeah, her. Um, I do like that. <laughs> so that's my that's my first one is Angelina Jolie. Number two for okay. you. I see your Angelina Jolie, and I raise you another very famous 
uh, actress <laughs> with Mad Max and someone we've just talked about, okay. um, Charlie Theron. I'm nice. going to talk about Furiosa. I think it's Imperator Fur Furiosa, but I like I just call her Furiosa. I mean, Mad Max is just an iconic film to begin with, the, like the original and then the newer one that came out with Correct. Angelina. No, oh my gosh, uh, Angelina. Oh my gosh, <laughs> with Charlize. You just said with Charlize. It's basically and, her blonde um, twin. It's her blonde twin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so I just, I, it's just so cool, like seeing what she would do with, you know, shaving your head and just putting the, you know, the makeup on and, and just totally taking away all of the, like the sort of femininity that you would expect on a lot of her roles yeah. and just like being able to like, I just, and all the action scenes and, and stunt work and everything that came with that. I just think it's very cool. So I would agree so with you on that one. She kicks major butt in, <laughs> in a lot of films, whether it's the Fast and Furious She's film. in a lot. Yeah, Italian job yeah. with Italian Mark Wahlberg. Job. Italian job was great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I I see your Charlize Theron, and I'm gonna go to a galaxy far away and talk about the new Star Wars films. Uh, Daisy Ridley as Rey. I think she is one of the best parts of the news. I know the new Star Wars films have gotten a lot of slack, a lot of hatred, or whatever. I actually enjoyed them. I enjoyed Kylo Ren's character, but I thought the best thing to come out of that was Rey. I thought she was an amazing. She did an amazing job for for being mm -hmm. in that tough position oh my gosh yeah i was thinking you were probably going to pick someone from star wars because i know you ben and i yes. know that you were going to have some star wars I so love star i wars. also picked someone from a galaxy but not from the star wars universe. okay all right okay so I pick one that you you may not think that it may not come top to mind of like all the different uh, female kick-ass characters that we could choose from, but I really like Gamora, Zoe Saldana yes, from yes. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, I think she is kind of. Um, she kind of flies under the radar, but she is just such a cool character, and I, I like what she brings to it. And Zoe Saldana was also in Avatar, yes. and she was great in that too. You could almost you could call her a kick butt character in that as well. So I just I have to put Zoe Saldana out there. I really like her, and I think she brings a lot to acting. And she's she's in another movie coming up too. I forget. But, well, uh, she, I would agree with you on that too, and and the Guardians fact that the, galaxy she, and the fact that she's in the Marvel universe and she's in um, Avatar, probably two of yeah. the highest-grossing film Biggest. franchises. Yes, is yes. amazing. And she was also in a little film called Columbiana, and where she, where it's down in like Colombia or something, and she is like. Mm -hmm. She kicks major butt in that film too. Like she's left for dead, and she goes and tries to kill all the people that that took her family and stuff. It is. It was really good. She does an oh, amazing I job. I never saw that. I'm gonna have to look that up. All right. So my number three. I'm gonna go back in time, and we're gonna go and face the Terminator. Her name is ah. Sarah Connor. Linda Sarah Hamilton. Connor. I always Linda. enjoyed her. Uh, in the first two, she was in the first two Terminators, and then of course she just came back in uh, the most recent Terminator uh, that came out, I think, last year. But Linda Hamilton, yeah, I don't remember. She kicks, she kicks major butt in those Terminator. Well, she's films. basically an OG right there. She, she is the she's OG. An OG. <laughs> yes, we'll call her the OG. That makes sense. <laughs> All right, who else you got? Um. Okay. Well, my next two, I'm I'm wondering which one. Okay. So that connects to another character that is in the future that is possibly not so far away. Okay. <laughs> Put that. Okay. Hunger Games. I'm just gonna come out with oh. Jennifer Lawrence as Katniss. That was my it's number just, two. Oh, is it? 
Yes, so we go ahead. Number two. We then. do. We have okay. her as number two. Go both, ahead. Okay, we can both agree because um because I mean there's just there's there's so much there's a lot to love about it and let alone the storyline in itself like the the actual the character itself I think she just brings a real freshness to what you would envision you know kind of a superhero or a, a hero kind of character that would be able to have as much conviction and work through it and just be able to focus and like you know do what she's got to do to literally survive literally survive and plus I love her hairstyle <laughs> yes yes I love, I love the little French braid across the side like I'm just <laughs> I mean we basically got to see Jennifer her Lawrence J-Law J-Law we got to see Jennifer Lawrence basically grow up in all three of these or all four of the yeah. films yes and okay. she just to, she literally takes down the whole system with her bow and arrow mm -hmm. basically yeah. and she was just amazing she's just amazing I, Katniss was my number two you stole that from me <laughs> but I totally agree with you on Katniss I, I love her I love the um <laughs> Hunger Game films, yeah. So, and then my number They're one. They're really enjoyable. They okay. are very Drum enjoyable. Roll. My number one. Drum roll. I'm a huge Marvel fan, and when you got to talk about butt kicking ladies in the Marvel universe, you talk about Scarlett Johansson, Black Widow, who finally has her own movie, and we finally. don't get to see it because of stupid COVID. We have to wait till November or whenever it's going to come out. But she does. Ever since we first saw her in Iron Man Two, I think is when we first saw her, and yeah. she has grown. Her character's grown throughout all of the movies, uh, and she's in quite a bit of the all the Marvel movies. She's in quite a bit of them, and then she finally yeah. gets to have her own movie. So I'm excited. It about makes that. me sad that it has taken this long for her to get her own movie and her own you know story development but finally that's so great what's your number one i did not have her on my list because i actually cringed a couple times for some of her scenes though because okay. of the way that her character was written and some of the things that she says i don't know i just don't get a sense of but i really i really have high hopes for her like with when we get to see her in her own storyline that's going to be coming out I really do hope that like I get more excited for her character because okay. I do feel like she's been kind of left aside and not been able to really, you know, step up to the plate like a lot of the guys in, you know, in those Avenger movies have been. So Very true, very um, true. But speaking of, it is almost perfect that you chose somebody from Marvel as your basically your top one, right? Correct. Uh, because I just chose someone from the DC because <laughs> I'm a huge DC fan. I mean, in an, in a traditional sense. I've okay. always been a fan of, like, Superman. I see where you're going with okay. this. So, <laughs> Wonder Woman. Wonder I Woman, yes. I have to talk about Wonder Woman because Gal Gadot is... I mean, she's she's great. She's awesome. You know, she was like she's beautiful. Um, she's gorgeous. Miss Israel. She was like yeah. yeah she was like Miss Israel. She was like a, a pageant um uh winner before uh, actress. And I just but but she also was fought in the army for them. Oh, so okay. like she's. She's just, like, herself, like, really badass before she's even playing this character. But, like, Diana of Wonder Woman, it's just, it's one of my favorite characters after... I actually did not see Wonder Woman, the TV show, as a kid. Okay, But okay. I just kind of knew about her. Linda but Carter. But over the past few... A few years ago, my husband got the DVDs, and we watched the whole series of Wonder Woman TV. And it was so fun i loved it. i love i love i love i love her character i love her i just i love her alter ego 
and her, you know, like, what do you mean you don't know that's Wonder Woman? I just love it. And her little spin around and like, ta-da! Like, it's just, she's, it's so great. And so the icing on the cake for me and why I would pick her as like my number one ass-kicking superhero character for females is because this movie, I'm looking forward to this this new Wonder Woman coming yes, out. Yes, yes. But the, the first film that came out just last year or two years ago was directed by Patty Jenkins. And I just... I think that was just so monumental for female filmmakers to really make their mark. And for her, like what she brought for the characters for that Wonder Woman movie is different than any other movie that I've seen as a woman because there were nuances, there were little things that happened in those scenes that you have not seen in action films before. And um, I could talk, we could do a whole... <laughs> Right, we can do right. a whole breakdown of that on a totally different episode. So I'm just going to say Gal Gadot as Diana and Wonder Woman, and that's my favorite. Well, I tell <laughs> you what, I am saddened and disappointed that I totally forgot about Wonder Woman. Like, Wonder Woman, like yeah. I love that movie. I think she's the best part <laughs> of the Batman versus Superman. It, Wonder Woman mm -hmm. was the best part. Justice yes. League, Wonder Woman was the best part. And then her own film was yeah. just amazing. And just to preface, I said I'm a DC fan. I'm not a DC fan of the more recent stuff that, they, that they've created or produced. Okay. But in general, the, the characters. <laughs> well, I, yeah, Wonder Woman, she's probably the best one that we have on this whole list. I mean... So, yes, definitely. great job out of you, Miss Hollywood. Okay, okay. So, that was our pop fives. We are basically done. So, we are going to sign off. Let's and we send it off to next time. Next time, we uh, hope everyone has a good day. Thank you for joining us on our very first episode of Pop Culture Shock. My name is Ben Jammin and my co-host. Hollywood. We'll see you next time. <laughs> see you next time. Go see a movie. Yes. <laughs>